that is your stepsister. What on on what sick planet is that a joke? Mom, I had no idea his dick was in the pumpkin. Jerry! Sign fuck. See, I was fucking at a party. How is that a party there, bud? Yeah, I was kicking your fucking teeth in. And like, um, they set up the table, you know, and this only means one thing in the, in the Arizona community. It's time for Korean beer pong. Okay. What does that mean? What is like, what is Korean beer pong? It means violence is what it means. <laughs> uh, violence is, is, uh, it's more like a self-afflicted thing. Like if shooting your foot was a competition, you know? So you put a, a full beer can on each corner of the table and man a person at each corner. If you're a god, you do tall boys. Yeah, tall boys are fun. You have a you have a, a ping pong ball, you know? And you take the ping pong ball, and you try your best to hit the beer can on the other side of the table. If you do, your partner has to drink their beer until the opposing team grabs the ping pong ball, slaps it to the table, and says, stop. The first person to finish all of their beers wins. Yeah. For the first team, I, I guess. And it, it depends. I think this is one of those ping pong games where like or beer pong games where like the environment is really important because we've played it sometimes where it's a very narrow hallway. And we've also played it sometimes where we're just like in the middle of like on a patio. Like I feel like at one point a ping pong got lost in like the grass somewhere. Well, it happens and, all the time. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. If they finish the beer, that's just it. Yeah, but, that's like, the game. Sometimes it'll, it'll fall in like a cactus and you have to figure how brave you are. And if you're drunk enough, you're very brave. So you'll like <laughs> reach your hand into the thorn brush and grab it and pull it out and your hands bleed. And they're like, Christ, you know? Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. It's worth it. If you, if you win that beer pong game, it just shows how dedicated you are. And though you're covered in cuts and bruises, you go back to the bonfire drunk and victorious. Yeah, no, the, the perfect sweet spot of drunk in when you're playing Korean is feel no pain. Feel no pain drunk, you were a god at Korean beer pong. You have to pregame liquor before beer. That's how you get to the pro level before it even begins. Yeah, yeah. And we know Harper's on the pro level. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and plus, I feel like, Malcolm, you overreact a little bit when it comes to, like, cactus and shit. Because obviously you're not around a lot of it. Yeah, I, obviously I'm not around any cactus. I, like, you guys are, like, talking as if, like, they're not, like, a spiky plant. That will make you bleed. Yeah, it's just that's what it is. Well, there's certainly a spiky plant. The, also, the way it's described, it sounds like a new game in like uh, Squid Games, like two, like Korean beer pong sounds like <laughs> around in like the next Squid Games. That would be so sick. Can you imagine? They're just like, you must win the game of Korean. You have to finish your poisoned beer. Or not even, maybe it's, I wouldn't even say it's probably like poison beer. Like you have like a sniper trained on you. And as soon as your opposing team finishes their beer, you both get shot. I think that's exactly how it would play out. Yeah. Which is, by the way, I don't know. I'm going to, I, if I can't die in my sleep, I have this theory that I would like to be sniped. Like, I think that's the way to that go. That sounds terrible, Malcolm. I have, a, I have a series of superstitions concerning dying that I think would play into your ability to... Like, it, like, you know. like especially if you're just, like, walking around and then, like, and then you're just, like, headshot, you're gone. Like, you're just, like, in public. What the fuck but, are you spending your time thinking about? Where it's well, just well like, if you're not going to die in your sleep, how else would you want to die? Well, I don't think I want a bullet through my fucking brain. <laughs> You don't want to be in a parade and then you just get sniped and then you're it's over? No, I kind of want to see what happens after I get sniped, even if it is for only a few seconds. I did get a micro obsession one time of World War II knife work. 
This is gonna be a weird tangent. Trust me. What it the makes fuck? Sense. It makes sense. It makes knife? sense. Okay. What do you mean, like using the knife or making the knife? Using the knife. Hold on. What the uh, fuck? So, so like, I'm trying to think what it's actually <laughs> called, but it's like a style of knife work that exists in World War II, like special forces and like uh, spies. And their whole point of it was kill someone in the fastest way possible. And so they had times basically of, oh, what's the quickest way to die via these injuries? And overall, overall, the quickest way to die via like a knife wound somewhere is straight to the heart. You die in three seconds. So at that point, it's a pretty attractive proposition when you phrase it like that. I mean, exactly. A three That's, second window, incredible pain, no doubt. Not incredible, incredible pain. No, you'd be in shock. You'd be shocked and then you'd die. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, a sniper might be a bit appealing. Give me a sniper. It's not like a slow stab where it's just like, oh. No, like, no, it's no. in, out, you're dead. There's nothing anybody can do. Okay, maybe I don't want to be sniped. Maybe I want to get a quick knife to the heart. A quick knife to the heart. <laughs> That's a very human way to die. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't stab someone in the brain. They didn't do that in the old days. They stabbed you through the eye, sure. but It's like that Bon Jovi sh- uh, song. It's like, stab in the heart, and Robert's to blame. You give <laughs> knife deaths a bad name. Boo. Wait, when, whoa, that is a big boo on my head. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. You get, We've uh, been musical before. We haven't been bad musical. Thanks for a first there, Malcolm. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it in the notes for cutting that bit. No, no. no. Gosh, keep it in. Keep it in. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying. Listen, we do original songs. We don't do parody songs. Oh, it's of clear. course. Why yeah, well, we don't do parody songs. That's why we've had our number one hit for six weeks in a row. Here comes the cum goblin. Yeah, that's my favorite. Here comes the cum goblin. He's coming for your cum. You know, maybe the sniper death wouldn't be so bad. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm mad at you guys for starting the podcast. I'm gonna just gonna start that. I'm gonna break the fourth wall here because I said fourth wall. It's a podcast. Let me finish this beer and then I'm gonna grab another one and then we can record. And I am now. Listen, go grab a beer. Go grab the beer. Me and Malcolm will chit chat a little. Yeah, we'll chat. Yeah, Yeah, but you'll talk shit. No. No, no, we've never done that before. Okay, I'll be back. You guys be on your best behaviors. All right. right. One time Robert did the worm at a party, and it looked like he was, like, slithering like a snake instead of doing the worm. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. People started dunking beer on him. Like, you know, like, it was, like, some sort of post- football celebration it, it stops being uh the worm and it starts being salmon out of water because they're yeah, just yeah. pouring the he, water he, was, the he dropped on the deck and flopped like a fish and uh people were telling him it was embarrassing and to stop doing it and he told him to shut up and suck his dick it, it was really <laughs> crazy i had to drive him home he was really upset yeah and as he's you're driving him home i'm assuming he's just doing like the robot in the car well he stunk of beer because people were pouring <laughs> beer on him in disapproval that sounds like the, the party the teen party version of like back in like medieval days when you would like be in like um, the and feathered the t- yeah tarred and feathered or like you know, when they would throw tomatoes at you and like oh, yeah. the, the gallows the or whatever yeah, yeah. the stock yeah so that'd be awesome yeah, but that's just <laughs> Robert at a party. <laughs> Can we bring back the stockade? Wait, what the fuck? Are you? Uh, why am I being stockaded at a party? No, 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 no. no, no. We're not Europe. We're just talking like generally. Just talking generally. <laughs> generally, I should be fucking tarted <laughs> no, wherever no, I go. No, 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 no. no, no. Saying that, was... that it happened as a circumstance. Mm. Yeah. 
You know, realize you do guys do realize historically the reason they threw tomatoes was because people thought they used to be poisonous. They were poisonous, yeah. Yeah. That there was like some weird gradient for like de- determining if things were safe to eat, and it was both wet and like uh, what was the other fucking thing? Well, it was a cousin of the nightshade plant. I think was the actual historical reason. Oh no, I've already lost interest. What's your favorite drinking game, Malcolm? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've like honestly, I'll, let's talk about tomatoes for a second because I want to bring up something All right. that's terrible. The little like anti-history thing that I've always hated. Do you, okay, Harper, have you heard the thing that it was Thomas Jem- Jefferson who uh, ate were the first like to eat tomatoes and realize they weren't poisonous? No. What? Okay, well, oh, first of all, fuck Thomas Jefferson, but exactly that, that's where it's going. This is where that's where this is going okay. because it was in actuality, it wasn't the fact that like there's so many weird historical like tidbits that are addressed to or credited to Thomas Jefferson, like oh, he invented mac and cheese, or oh, he did this or this. Well, guess what? He didn't do anything, any of that shit. He had a, his slaves do everything for him for the most. Well, that, yeah, that I have heard that where basically like a lot of like classic American recipes should all be credited to like slave labor because they're the ones yeah. who did the cooking and like and thus did like the recipe testing and figured out like certain dishes. Yeah, and he had his slaves eat tomatoes, the, thinking that it was poisonous, or well, I guess he suspected <laughs> that it wasn't. Yeah, people like are like, yeah, celebrate the, these kind of guys, like you know the those you know Confederate chuds, and um, and then yeah, they're, they're doing stupid shit like this. It's like, yeah, eat the tomatoes, <laughs> you're gonna die, you know. And then in reality, it's like the Italians are fucking feasting. <laughs> well, no, no, no. This was a- afterwards was tomatoes weren't popular in europe until they were popular in america you guys are alienating our friends with the frog avatars aren't gonna like this one sorry yeah well we won't alienate you and sorry sasha just sent me a message just now he goes this is i'm gonna repeat what he wrote because it's it's uh, littered with spelling errors (laughs) uh it goes mark sure to really appeal to that Gen Z demograph uh, with today's recording, lots of talk about White Lotus, Bluey, Pogs, etc. Oh my God. Uh, I, I don't fucking care about any of that bullshit that he just told me to talk about. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something that's really interesting. All right. Yeah. In Voyager. I think that Catherine Janeway is probably one of the better captains solely for the purpose that her hair is like a third the size of her head. You know, Captain Janeway can get it. Let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. She is like a very managed captain, but like she can absolutely get it on account of my homosexuality. Same way that Riker can get it. Freaking <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Bro's trying to fuck I... Riker in the butt. What's going on? No, 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 no. Yes, you are. Come no. on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like. Is Riker pitching or receiving? It's a fucking important question. No, is it? Is it really? It's an important. Well, Riker's the kind of guy you'd expect to pitch because he's like very in control like for very few people he would yeah but it'd be really cool if you'd be catching it'd be really cool it'd be cool yeah it would be so cool yeah there's your fucking gen z demographic pandering yeah fucking what was that was that team titan a terrible by movie? the way if we're, we're gonna talk about like hbo shows we gotta talk about last of us not fucking white lotus i haven't touched it 
Here, here's I something. Let, it. let me make a recommendation to you, Robert. You've played the game. No, I hate the game. That is actually that is a that is something that's going to put me apart from the entire gaming community. That I dislike that game. No, not not the entire one. Not no, no, he's going to be tarred and feathered by the gaming community for saying he hates Last of Us. Yeah, the G A Y M I N G community. Yeah. yeah, they hate he, your guts. Yeah, he got canceled a while ago. Yeah, you're canceled. <laughs> you can't game no more. She looks like a what? I'm trying to get fucking Captain Riker naked in my ready room. I'm watching Jerry Seinfeld live. He's got a 17-year-old girlfriend. There's no problem with that. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Mr. Seinfeld, we are huge fans, first Incredible of all. Incredible fans. Incredible fans. Malcolm, he said some pretty nasty things about you in the past. Let's move on. Bygones be bygones. Bygones. <laughs> I will. Exactly. Speaking of HBO, though, I will say, did you see that? That I'm trying to think what game it was. I think it was a game in New Jersey, but it was uh, there was a uh, jumbotron, and they had uh, Michael Imperioli. Obviously, what the fuck. Michael Perioli from from Sopranos. Sopra- if you don't haven't seen the Sopranos, Harper, I'm going. We're to gonna have it. issues. We're gonna have words. We're gonna have. We're gonna. What are I'm you gonna, gonna do? Are you gonna put on your programming socks and show me your fucking feet? <laughs> no, <laughs> you have to pay to see my feet. <laughs> That's what I fucking thought. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'll take you out to some gabagool. All right. And yeah, yeah. Throw, and, then, and then we're gonna. And then I'm gonna gabble your ghoul if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> gabble your ghoul, you. Said. And that's not sexual. <laughs> that was not not sexual. <laughs> it play. It pays dividends or pays paychecks. Other people's paychecks. <laughs> Considering what I'll what I'll save on Pornhub Premium by subscribing to Malcolm McLeod's OnlyFans. Oh God, no one wants to <laughs> <So>. see that. <laughs> We're gonna release it one of these days. I plead the fourth. I plead the fourth. Um, the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I waive my right to an attorney. Damn Canadian. I don't think they have a fifth in Canada anyway. Yeah, this is the fourth in Canada. They they've left out a specific amendment that we are having trouble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that we're having trouble with right yeah, now. <laughs> I have free speech. All right. I, yeah. Go outside and say you don't have the COVID vaccine. <laughs> oh God damn it! Listen, I, I can say it. I just I mean, so I have to be prepared to get a punch in the face. <laughs> oh no, that's not free speech. That's not free speech. The don't make the fucking yelling fire in a crowded theater argument either, because we both know it's no, we're not going there. You know we're not going there. I'm putting my foot down. That's free speech. <laughs> it's not for you, Pim. Can't you quit? Oh, shut up. My whole point was that Michael Imperioli showed up on the dump Jumbotron somewhere and it said, Michael Imperioli, actor from White Lotus, and in like Sopranos doesn't fucking exist. He played Christopher Maltesante for your information, Harper. And Sopranos is one of, if not the greatest series of all time. No, for sure. I'm bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Shut up. How dare you? That, that's called. Have you at least seen Breaking Bad? It's about New Jersey. It's a yeah. Have you seen Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? What's your favorite drinking game, Malcolm? Oh you, know, it's you, know they, you know what they say? Silence is violence. And he's, and he's, <laughs> that was so the most violent on. silence I've ever heard. Come on. Leave me alone, guys. I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> I was in a bubble at the time those things were going on. I was very... Okay, look. Do you want to, like, break it down? Do you want to, like, fucking talk about what was going on? Yeah, let's I was... break it down. What were you doing in 2008? Because I know what you were doing. You know what I was doing. What do you mean, what were you doing? I was watching anime and playing World of Warcraft. I did that until I came out of my fucking bubble in 2016. Yep. 
That's, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, accurate. Yeah. yeah, that's accurate. What do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? That's what I'm trying to tell you. I could list all the fucking. I'm happy, Harper, that we both made it out of that bubble without running a car into a crowd of people. <laughs> I imagine I'm standing by with a shovel in my hand while Harper's digging. <laughs> like you're digging, and I'm just like, oh, I'm. Bro good. showed me where to start digging. He was literally just like, X marks the spot. Get to it, because he knew I would take this bait. <laughs> oh god it is hot in this little closet come on out robert oh shut we the all fuck know. Up. Yeah. yeah we all know you're in your corner right now you're standing there i just a picture that you have like a curtain around you but your feet are exposed uh, oh no you're 100 right <laughs> what the fuck kind of like my lower calf what do you mean you don't like your lower calf? Is <laughs> in the, the curtain goes to my lower calf yeah no but like do, do you have body dysmorphia about your lower calf what? Do you think that you're a woman? <laughs> I'm not wearing programming socks, nor do I have. I'm not headphones. wearing programming socks. <laughs> you, guys? you guys are missing out. Programming socks, super comfortable. Isn't it the? Uh, yeah, I'm not touching huh? it. I'm not. No, touching because that. you can take pictures of your feet and sell them to. Okay, but yeah. anyway, you can sell them to. Yeah, on the internet to Robert. <laughs> that's, that's the tier honestly that's probably like the tier like that's what it said that 70,000 new IRS agents are just like <laughs> looking at your like things just like wait he keeps buying and selling his own feed pics to drive up the, his content on ah, <laughs> Wow. Reach the Rubicon. Yeah, he's constantly like, a, you know, like the top 10. <laughs> like it's yes. like the IRS agents is like, God, I want to be mad at him, but these are yeah. some really great pictures. You know, they started arming those IRS agents, right? Like they gave them, they gave them handguns. That, I, that is not real. <laughs> yes, it's real. It's You're so real. being politically I'm misinformed. Right. No, I'm not. I've seen videos of them training with police officers. <laughs> Most of the things I've seen is their mo- God, yeah, this is yeah the the yeah the army of accountants. <laughs> That's I'm I'm not fucking joking. God, at this rate, this episode's gonna be like Jerry. I've gotten political. <laughs> <laughs> They're arming them, Jerry. They're arming them. They're arming the IRS agents. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it on Rumble.com. You can fucking joke all you want. But when the ATF and the IRS are knocking at your door with P90s and you have dick off. I will let you know as soon as they put me in a FEMA camp. Yeah, because they're going to they're spending hundreds, <laughs> they're spending te- like tens of millions of dollars so they get it to your door and be like, where's that 250 you owe us, you fucking son of a bitch? <laughs> you claim this shit on your taxes for a microphone. Yeah, they have yeah. to read you like an entire fucking lawyer written spiel about the fucking tax reclamation act that just passed in Senate. Yeah. You're just like, attention citizen insert oh sorry uh citizen 802 d0798217 you are being lawfully held by select entity oh, so the irs <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing meanwhile like uh less than two miles away there's a yacht that killed like three people that malcolm and i saw when we were up in vancouver which is down here right now not to date the podcast or anything not like anyone's gonna figure that out why do you keep doing it? Why do you keep saying that? That's not dated podcast because no, no one's going to be able to figure It's a mega it. yacht that killed like three people that we, Ow. Malcolm and I talked. It killed a, it hit a fishing charter boat. Oh my God. Yeah. Malcolm, do you remember this? I do remember this. I remember yeah. That. You should. You were driving the fishing boat. No, no. It's down here by right now. 
Uh, it's on the water. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah, so we took pictures of in front of the murder vote when we were in uh, Vancouver, and now it's over here. Meanwhile, that is tax exempt because they fly like the Ghani's flag or something. Two pictures with Bodie McBoface? Can't wait. Oh, yeah. I think it's called like the Artessa 4 or something. What does that mean? Uh, well, Ar- actually, that's a good question. What does Artessa mean? Because I've seen a lot of different like little communities called Artessa, and I don't <laughs> even know what it means. Listen. Yeah? I've been having a, a problem lately. What's your problem? And what's that? I've been having repeating dreams where I'm taking care of a small Asian child. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Is this like a lone cub and wolf and cub situation? Is this turning into like a a ring sort of situation? It's, it's, it sometimes feels like it. They're like a weird East Asian, like maybe like Vietnamese or potentially Indian child. You know, it's like a little toddler. Okay, so Pacific Asian. Yeah, and um, it always I I feel dread and sort of like uh, uncomfortable. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like anxiety whenever I'm around the child. And I, but this I child this, isn't real. You've been dreaming it's not, of this. It's not real. I'm dreaming of the child. I, I would not take care of an Asian child that is not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fair. Or any fair. child. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, listen. I meant any child, okay? Well, no, no. You said take care of. So, I mean, if someone asks you, if you got asked to watch a kid for a week, it's not like you'd be like, I'd let the puppies burn. It's <laughs> none of my business. <laughs> none of my business. Okay, so you're having nightmares of some pan-Asian child that a is pan-Asian child. He does strange things. Like he brought he he brought three VHS tapes to me last night in my dream, and said, "Pick one." And one of them is Pokemon the Movie 2000. That's- one of them is right. the Titanic. Nice. And the other one is a blank VHS like a black spine VHS tape. Okay. okay. And he says, pick one, you know, he's all happy. And I'm just like, oh, God. so I picked the Pokemon <laughs> one and he, he just starts fucking shredding the tape. He starts shredding the tape to, to, to fuck. And I'm trying to tell him what a VHS tape is and what a VCR is. I'm trying to put the fucking tape back together. I'm like sobbing. Cause I love that movie. And he's like, now we have to take care of the animals. And he has a bird, a snake, and a, a different kind of reptile. I don't remember the third one. But, like, I, they all strike me particularly because they're all animals that consider to be, like, unfeeling or cold-blooded. Like, they don't love you back, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the snake is wrapping around my hand and tries to eat the VHS tape. And then I wake up. So... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, oh, what's happening in Harper's life? What's this general anxiety that he's feeling that's kind of is consuming him? That he's like he's losing what he loves and when he was a child. The therapist like stops scribbling. He's just like, you're a closeted homosexual. <laughs> oh boy. I think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a nine. He's been slowly loading behind his fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think you have generalized anxiety with a bit of OCD. He's like shaking as he loads another round into the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm, you remember that part? I've seen this meme before, but you remember that part in Breaking Bad where 
uh, Walter is practicing his quick draw to kill Gus whenever he yeah. has a chance. I, I've seen that that video, but it's captions just like my therapist getting ready for our next session. <laughs> <laughs> the Breaking Bad memes have really been coming out. Like, I don't know. I should watch that show, but I, I spent my fucking youth watching just like garbage anime. I don't know if it was the right call. Yeah. But... It's never too late to watch Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, The Sopranos. I, I will say, I will say, Breaking Bad is incredible, an incredible show. And like Malcolm said, it's never too late to watch it. But at the same time, Harper, I know you. I think there are parts in it that would crush you. All right, well, that doesn't sound great. Not saying that you wouldn't enjoy it after the fact, but there were are a couple episodes in that series that will just ruin your week. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I'm not really about that. I'm trying to keep the vibe positive. Have you ever did have did either uh, either of you watch the HBO show The Leftovers? No, I didn't. Which is an incredible show. It's a it's a great show. It's probably one of the best shows ever made. It's not Left Behind by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah, it's not Left Behind. It's not. Were we talking about this the other day? We were talking. About we this were. What yeah. a dog shit fucking movie. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I will say, uh, I remember uh, I was in Chicago once and I went to the Annoyance and I was just like seeing random shows because I was in town. I just wanted to watch stuff. And so I randomly went to, uh, there was a production, there was a group of comedians, I say that in quotes, um, where uh, they did a production of Left Behind, but as a musical. And it was. <laughs> That's awesome. What the fuck? Yeah, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. First of all, there may have been eight people in the audience, including myself. There are multiple scenes in which they just, the author is a character, like the author of Left Behind. Uh, it had, It's like just a character in the musical. Just couldn't stay away. Just couldn't fucking keep your pants on about it. Left Behind is not written by one man. It was written by two men. (laughs) Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. (laughs) Jerry B. Jenkins all over the place. It was an SNL sketch uh, parody of like America the Musical where the actors are obviously wrote the play or wrote the musical. I'm trying to remember what that one was. Uh, Is is it short-term memory lost theater where they're they're constantly in that sketch? They're like, what's my line? (laughs) No, no, that is a a good one. That is a genuinely good one, but it's the political, it's just called political musical. Oh, it's like the high school one where they're like saying like what should be profound things, but also because they're kids, that's like not profound at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of, that your description of the left behind reminds me of that. I just sent it to you. And it is not generally like genuinely a funny sketch, but if you know anybody at all in musical theater and kind of sort of have that connection, it is so, it is so funny because there are these shows that people just like, this is, this is written by the actor. <laughs> this is this is literally just them. I want to make that clear. When I saw Left Behind the Musical at the Annoyance, it was very clearly written by the people performing it. Like this yeah, was like, yeah. and they thought they were being funny and subversive. And like the devil is act, turns out to be the good guy in the in the Oh in the, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, it turns out it was like the main character the whole time. They're like, you're introduced to some kid and you're like, he's like a scrawny kid. And it turns out he was the devil the whole time. And then again, you have the. And he's the good guy. <laughs> yeah, two actors playing Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins and running around, and you're like, what is this? Who is this for? And I, you know, like you wa- I sat there and I watched it, 
with my jaw on the fucking like floor. I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? Like, Did you I get just, your money's worth? Do you think that was worth like paying to see? Honestly, because I've had so much mileage just like talking about it, I think so. But in the moment, I was like, like, because there wasn't enough people where like, there's this like fine line when you go to like, I feel like you go to com- like smaller comedy shows where there wasn't enough people that like I could walk away without everyone in the room noticing that just I was leaving. <laughs> you, you stand up and everyone just stops. But, and- yeah. Well, this was, a, this was <laughs> happening because they're, you know, they're also like the annoyance is like an improv theater mostly. So like, these are all improvisers that they're, you know, clearly have written this thing. So there were times when people would leave to like go get drinks or stuff or go to the washroom and they would like actively break character and just kind of look and like you would <laughs> just be like, kind of follow them as they walked up the aisle. I distinctly remember one of the actors being like, uh, please come back. And I was like, what? <laughs> you can't do that. You can't. Fucking, oh my God. Please come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's so desperate. <laughs> That's so the desperation bad. was. I think I'm pathetic sometimes with like even just like cold sending like some of the shit I work on to some of my friends. Just like, hey, I hope you if you feel like it, take a look at this. I'm really proud of it. That's worse. That is objectively worse. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> just imagine you're at the play. It's like not even our. I, I figured like this must be some kind of weird audience participation. But it wasn't. He's literally just like, please don't leave. We're in the third act. <laughs> <laughs> He's like explains the next part of the play so the guy doesn't leave. Yeah, we're in the third act. You think like the, the I'm original... about to find out that's my brother. This is really important scene. I really wish you'd come back and see. Yeah, it. you know, so the musical is not good for sure. The movie wasn't good either, though, because you remember the how it ends, right? The le- Left Behind. The Left Behind movie ends with Nick Cage turning to the camera and says, "I guess we really were left behind." <laughs> that's right <laughs> that was, see i watched the that simpsons parody before i watched the movie and so i've internalized the simpsons bit but before actually like memorizing and i like forget the difference between their parody and the actual movie because it is, it's literally just that that's it that's that's the thing god damn it and this was an ongoing conversation we had about whether or not Nicolas Cage had bad roles. Well, it's not that he had good or bad roles. It's just that he never turned a role down. Yeah. He was, he was in a moment where he was, you know, when you look at his, uh, like, Nicolas Cage's, like, 2010, like, filmography, there's just a lot of, like, just weird bad movies in the mix <laughs> and it was also at that time that he was just in extreme debt because he had like incredible runaway spending at one point he bought the whole skull of a tyrannosaurus rex for fuck's sake true vince mcmahon did that too and i think that like owning dinosaur bones is like the immediate sign that you've lost all fucking control of yourself you know well, yeah you grip on your spending or reality that's bad like cocaine is like the micro step but people can do cocaine and not lose themselves. I don't know. No, I've, I've, I've done cocaine before. It's great. It's awesome. I'm not going to spend all my money on it. <laughs> if I've got a billion dollars right now, pretty, pretty much none of it's going to go to cocaine. I'll be <laughs> you took a, You took a little too long to like... <laughs> pretty much... Um... <laughs> You're like, if I had a billion dollars, almost none of it. By the way, if you had a billion dollars, I hope almost none of it is going to cocaine. Because like a million dollars... 
of cocaine is not that much. Like to be like, yeah, a lot of it went to cocaine is like you had a billion dollars. I said a billion dollars. I said a billion. Yeah, dollars. a billion. Thank yeah, you. a billion with a B. But I'm saying that like a million dollars of cocaine uh, when you're a billionaire is nothing. But you know, if you if it started being like a you know, oh, I was going to do a lot of cocaine. If you're a billionaire, that means a hundred million, right? You need like a hundred million. Somewhere between 10 and 100 million. Wait, like, wait, well, that is, seems like a very arbitrary figure. Why have you decided that ten, between 10 and 100 million dollars is the right amount of cocaine? <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm saying that would be too much cocaine. That's too much cocaine if you're a billionaire. But a million dollars is too little cocaine? And if you're a billionaire, it's it doesn't really affect you. Like, what? To That's me, a million even... dollars is more than, is several lifetimes worth of cocaine. I'm not going to but do you're it. You're looking for high quality shit. Why are we Splitting hairs about cocaine on the podcast, boys. It's cool. Oh, I'm, I'm talking as if so, like as if I've ever done cocaine, which is I've never done cocaine. Really? So. I you do not seem like it. Wow. I don't seem like it. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, if if you said you did cocaine, I'd hundred percent believe you. Yeah, you know a lot of those uh, literary types, which is why I figured, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty straight edge that way. I've like never really. You literally ran a show where people got high, and that was the bit. <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> don't yeah, fucking get call high. yourself straight edge. You well, fucking he said asshole. He didn't get high. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're allergic to weed. <laughs> I am allergic. We've talked about this on this podcast several times. I still think it's fucking. Horseshit. I know, and I'm still gonna give you shit for it. <laughs> It's just not fucking true. I'm allergic to weed and fucking lilies. <laughs> like it's like it sucks. Oh wow, lilies! The doctor says I can't have any terpenes or endocannabinoids, guys. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Fucking asshole! I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I went to the doctor and he said I can't have no sugar or I'll get diabetes. <laughs> Did, 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 did he? <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is I think that we all have in our minds a political ideology which is not mainstream that we find to be excessively annoying. Robert, what's yours? Preface, 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 preface. Is this one we believe in or we think is annoying? <laughs> we believe in <laughs> <laughs> is this a self-loathing segment? Because I have some annoying political beliefs. I'm going to no, be 100% no, no. honest. I have some annoying political beliefs. I mean like a shoebox category, you know, like anarcho-primitivist or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait. So, And just preface, this is something we believe in or we dislike? Well, whatever you think is the most annoying. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, I saw one one time where it was like Christo-libertarian or Christo-libertarianism. Isn't that just distributism? Yeah, basically, but not where it was just like, yeah, if you have things, it's because God gave you them and therefore you're a better person. Oh, that's that's a uh, OK. It's basically prosperity gospel, but like worse. Yeah, that's that's not distributism. No, no, <laughs> no. The opposite of <laughs> no, no. Distributism as in distributed by God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, there's something very funny about that. It's like it is. It's so dumb. I was born a gold, and you were born a lowly red. <laughs> and therefore, God loves me more. Which is why God lets me step on you. It's His will that I step on you. I mean, there is sort of this idea in America in general that like bad things happen to bad people. It's sort of like a Protestant uh. Puritan puritanistic thing that's always existed that's a corporate yeah. thing that's a corporate ideal ever since superman <laughs> ever since okay, <laughs> okay let's dive into that real quick i need I will, okay okay hold on hold on would america believe that good always prospers without superhero culture without stories to needlessly reinforce that good people always yeah win? absolutely like because like before uh before the like proliferation of you know superhero stuff the yeah listen um oh. yeah uh, but, but, uh yeah okay, I, was, answer, I was about to shit on you uh yeah, so. you okay you answer this question real no, no, quick no, i wasn't gonna shit on you it was more that like <laughs> <laughs> answer this question real quick harper answer this question if you believe this okay why do you think then that britain thought they were an empire until like the early 2000s then your mother fat so <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> People can uh, believe things that aren't true and they can believe contradictory things. What's yours, Malcolm? Um, <laughs> I, well, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, in America, they were definitely, uh, before superhero movies and before uh, Superman, they felt like they were the best because of, you know, war movies, westerns. Uh, and just complete military dominance in the western world. Yeah, yeah. The, that, just like, you <laughs> because know. Because they were the best, you mean. <laughs> the you know boomers love for john uh wayne, wayne. <laughs> robert yeah. did you know that you can't smile and breathe through your nose at the same time i i know what this is harper <laughs> i can smile and breathe through my but nose at the same smile. time but you made me smile well, I thank made you, you smile, thank didn't you I? thank you, you i just smile. i want to go back a little bit with the leftovers because we talked we started to talk about it a little bit and i just wanted to say specifically about it that the whole premise of it is that two percent of the world disappeared and it like irrevocably changed the culture of yeah of, like it's very depressing society show. and genuinely it's an incredibly depressing show but it actually happened you know around the world with co uh, the coronavirus and barely anything's changed so I just want to point that out. I would say things have changed a lot. <laughs> like, I not know. to the not to the level of like within the show though. Like I don't know. Yeah, but there's no silent cults where everyone doesn't speak and they just kind of stare at you and they smoke cigarettes because they find out that life is meaningless. Fair. Yeah, I hate that show. Uh, and that people just disappeared. I did not like it. It's a very very sad show. Well, you, you don't hate the show because you've never seen it. It's not sad. It just sucked. It's I just have seen sucked. it. No, he, he has it. seen it. He has seen uh, it. Oh, yeah. You've seen it like you saw as The Sopranos. Yeah, I've seen it. It's that, that fucking police officer is trying to get to his wife that joined the no-speaky smoking cult. Listen, we can all it read sucks. our Wikipedia page. <laughs> no, I, I watched it with some friends. Yeah, Malcolm, I know that's how you ingest information, but that's not mm -hmm. how people who live in the real world... No, 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 I, don't, I don't go on Wikipedia. I use the, the citations of Wikipedia, and that's where oh, I get God the real... Damn it. The, dick, oh, you thank you asshole. for being a senior in high school there, Malcolm. I don't use Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I no. use citations in Wikipedia no, 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 to no. write my paper, professor. If I was a senior in high school right now, I'd have chat GPT write my essays. Oh, <laughs> I, did you see that whole thing where the, it was like 
like a 22 year old like buzzkill guy totally like made a, a tool to, to for professors to check whether uh, their student's paper was written by AI. I call him a fucking narc. Uh, I, you know, I think he, narc, I think yeah. that's great as a writer, as someone yeah. who appreciates well, no, writing, I, I, think I, do awesome. think, I do think that AI is stupid and I think it's super overrated and AI has been making very people who are AI artists, quote unquote, and AI writers are hacks. They're unoriginal. And uh, it's like a tool assisted speed run. You know, do you respect someone who completes a tool assisted speed run? No, they're cheating. No, I 100% don't. Like, why? Okay, cool. You got into this one angle and you pressed one button and now you saved yourself five minutes. Go fuck yourself. Tool assisted. Fuck you. There, I respect AI artists. Uh, and writers less than I respect libertarians, and I don't respect <laughs> libertarians at all. Oh, we didn't actually, we got past this. Okay, Malcolm, what is your very specific uh, annoying political ideology? Not just libertarianism, I guess, because I, but what is the uh, ideology that you think is especially annoying? That's an interesting question because I have been trying to think of this the whole time while we were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could skip you and go to Harper if, if that helped. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Yeah, libertarianism I mean, is not so much the problem as crony capitalists. So I'd mm -hmm. say corporatism is the most obnoxious brand of political ideology. Mainly because it's adopted by the five percent of people yeah, that own it. Yeah, Harper's based right now. He's based. 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 Harper is based. Harper's based. <laughs> and don't worry, the, the corporations—they're on his side. <laughs> they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a great anti-corporation uh, stint you've got there, Harper. We can totally profit off of it. <laughs> Today's sponsor is Frog. <laughs> God oh, damn it! God damn no, it! No, no. Corporations are genuinely terrible, and yeah. they're ruining the world constantly. And I can say it until I'm blue in the face, but we we have like no option but to cons we're already enslaved. It's it's ridiculous. Well, it's just a modern serfdom. Like corporations are just modern serfs. They, instead of it being like a person, it's just these like entities now that exist. Where like yeah. they give you the option of like yeah. No one's going to be stuck to the land or stuck here. Why couldn't it be modern feudalism? But you're going between corporation and corporation for the most Why part. Why couldn't it be modern feudalism, though? Why couldn't I belong to a house? I would much rather prefer that. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't I just like dedicate my entire life to a lord? Because you have to live in the apartment building that we assign you to, all right? All right live well. in the pod, eat the bugs. Live in yeah, the, yeah, the bugs, wear the mask. Yeah, yeah, got it. Drink Soylent. So yeah. God damn it. Watch your wife get yeah. fucked, etc. Whoa, 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 whoa. I will say. You don't have I will, a wife. <laughs> no, no, I don't have a wife. I will say. I have uh, a waifu. A waifu. Uh, I hate. See, wait, I just have to watch a man fuck my body pillow? That's awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were going to say awesome, and I was about to agree with you. The whole fucking premise of this is like. <laughs> I, I just don't fuck they're trying there was an article a while back when like pissing off conservatives was the the sexiest thing news people could do you know okay and, but not like pissing them off in like a directly oppositional way but being like hey check this out isn't that regressive and they're like yeah yeah that does make me angry that, that really <laughs> motivates me as a base like God um damn it. there was an article published by some fucking limp-wristed publication 
was like cuckolding is the thinking man's fetish. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> fuck off! Oh my god! Oh, you remember this? I I do I do remember. Uh, maybe do you know the article? Because you should read part of the article. If, yeah, if you if you can find that, that'd be amazing. But honestly, there was a fucking thing specifically about like okay, or an article I read about okay, why is cuckolding so popular now? <laughs> and a lot of and a lot of it apparently comes down to people's angles of how they view porn. So like if you're just watching other people fuck, you sort of like cut and paste who's fucking and who's being fucked and usually it's not you who's fucking or being fucked. And so that's kind of like it's a weird psychological sort of uh you know, a phantom hand sort of thing where yeah. it's just like porn itself is supposedly I, i'm not a strictly anti-porn guy for fuck's sake the intros of our podcast are all porn uh, robert's a robert's a semen retention wizard as well <laughs> no that's my, that's my, that's my roommate Shadow that's my wizard roommate. Money gang we yeah. love casting spells <laughs> i did talk to his girlfriend one time and she's exact not exactly happy about that whole thing it's <laughs> so funny that's hilarious God damn it. Why now don't you I go just catch wanna... that yokai that, that yokai watch stuff you keep talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to change my Twitter description now to be have bull in the name. Bull in professional the... bull. I would love Writer, to comedian, fucking... professional bull. <laughs> you should you should wear glasses so you like perfectly resemble Buddy Holly. Just like you're <laughs> a one-to-one Buddy Holly guy stepping up to people's doors to cuckold them. Perfect. I would fucking love. I actually, I think uh, Buddy Holly had some fucking drip back in the day. I'd love Moving to on. like be able to rock those sort of thin, thick rim glasses. You can do that. You can. You can easily do that. Anyone can. Listen. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like it's a bit of a cop out. Okay. Oh, Harper's got the article. Go it's on. Behind go on. a paywall. To anyone who can remember the article, Harper's got the article. Do, do you need a? Do you know a secret to get around the paywall? I don't. I'm not gonna fucking do it. No, send me the link then. Let I can read it if you send it's me the link. It's from the Daily Oh, Beast. wow. Malcolm Pace. When he hears his wife moan with pleasure while she has sex with another man. No. Paul Pines. <laughs> they oh. named the man Paul Pines. Wait, the guy's okay with being name dropped? Yeah, that's, that's part of it. Then... This guy is a god. <laughs> this guy is a god. When Paul's wife tells him that the other man is much better at sex than he ever was, Paul feels worse than better. But of course he does. He arranged this encounter in which he watches in agony as his wife makes love to another guy. And almost as soon as it's over, he'll start planning the next one. Cuckoldry is defined as a wife's infidelity. Chaucer and... Chaucer. Why are you bringing Chaucer and Shakespeare into this? <laughs> they quote Chaucer! <laughs> <laughs> characterize it as the ultimate shame so perhaps it's no surprise that today it's developed into a fairly popular fetish the internet is rife with husbands enthusiastically soliciting other men often larger, hotter sexier men than themselves to have sex with their fat wives while they watch oh do, wait, do they actually put in fat wives? no, I'm just telling it like it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dear writers of the Daily Beast, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Daily Beast. Of course, it's about cucks. <laughs> I ended up looking up more, like, to see if there's other cuckolding articles on uh, incognito mode. <laughs> but uh, 
CNN has an article called Cuckolding Can Be Positive for Some Couples, Stubby says. Oh, my God. Or, or there, there's a there's a Vice article, which is cucks tell us about the first time they were cucked. Oh. With the byline being, she said he was huge. Emotionally, I felt a little dirty and upset. <laughs> I mean, it is called the Daily Beast, Harper. It is the, you know, it's all in the name. Yeah. It's the Daily Beast fucking your wife. <laughs> yeah, heads up. If you are a cuckold, get real. We don't respect you. No one respects you. You don't respect yourself. That's the real problem. Maybe that's what you get off on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I know you justify it by saying that medieval kings used to cuckold themselves by like presenting their wives to foreigners as like an an entreaty or whatever. But that was because they didn't care about women. You care about women, and that makes you weak. Supposedly. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. I know it's fuck off. Robert agrees. So no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. I know that you think that there's a way out, and there is a way out for you. Call the bullet. It's through the other end of the room. <laughs> Jesus, so we gotta. This is getting really dark. All of a sudden. I just hate hearing about it. They always talk about it. It's everywhere, and I'm tired of reading. Wait, it. who's who's talking to you every day about cuckoldry? We're gonna move on. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. There's no sense in in tear, you know, in toiling in on this subject any longer. I'll just tell you that I have to hear about it all the time. Which <laughs> of our mu- mutual friends is talking to you about his cuckoldry shenanigans? None of our mutual friends talk to me about this. This is all interactions with people I'd rather not know, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so on yeah. the internet. Okay, so... Harper's yeah, just got one work buddy who's just no, like, hey I've man, it's point. actually a really cool thing. <laughs> I've had several at this point because the moral fiber of this country is in the shitter. Listen... <laughs> Another man should not be offering to smoke you out. Well, actually, Robert, (laughs) it happens pretty frequently amongst polite society. No, uh, no, no, no. Especially in return for helping them move. Well, that's one thing. But like, hey, man, come on over. I'll I'll let you smoke all my weed. Is just like, hey, I'm going to try something on you that you might not like. Robert, what what kind of pretext have you been offered weed under before? Uh, less than ideal one. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm one of those guys as well. I'm not. Uh, I'm not into the open relationships. Not like Robert. But Robert, <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it! No, no, but I'm, Robert, you're but you're not opening it up for like when you're in like a one-on-one relationship. It's just like people are so overwhelmingly coming to you, and they're like, Robert, please. Like, if, and when I say people, I mean, uh, uh fr- like male friends are like, please. You have to fuck my girlfriend and make me pancakes. <laughs> Robert's so over there in the corner stroking That's his shit, saying like, "It's like I know you're twins, but uh, you'll do it for me, won't you?" God damn it! Shut the fuck up! Shut <laughs> the fuck up! Yeah, and, and, and they're like, yeah. "Well, Robert, it's for you." Yeah. And you're just like, "Yeah, just do it in front of the camera." Uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up! I have <laughs> been, I camera. have been solicited before. And it is not exactly a fun thing because it's like, oh, I'm just kind of here to hang out. I, I mean, I know you guys. Like well, you smoke my weed. You. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, 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 it kind of is that because I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm in this like tiny ass two bedroom apartment in Hillcrest. Lord knows why I'm there in the first You're place. You're doxing him. 
Yeah, why are you doxing? <laughs> Hillcrest is a decent-sized neighborhood. And it's uh, like... Yeah. There's a cuckold in Hillcrest, I repeat. There's a cuckold in Hillcrest. <laughs> yeah. Down, no. down. And, and Hillcrest is a pretty gay neighborhood in San Diego, and that's fine. But they're not... <laughs> I go, and that's fine. That's no, fine. no, no, I'm not... You can be a gay cock. You know, no one said you can't be a gay cock. <laughs> no, and I go in there thinking it's like, oh, it's, he, he's a cool dude. He's got a girlfriend. Little did I know that he's bi, uh, they're both bi, and they have like a polyamory thing. I think they're mostly a polyamory so they can afford rent. What? Did they want no, you to because be there? I love the idea that it's like, I guess we're poly just to pay rent. That's so fucked up. No, it's legitimately because there was a two-bed apartment and there were like five or six people living there. Okay, well. The idea being, hey, you want to live here? All you have to do is participate in our Thursday. All you have to do is stuck. Yeah. So, no. so that uh, so that twink lived there for free while that poor woman had to go. Pretty work, much, right? uh, and he was he was a kind of a cool guy, and we had gone out drinking before because he was doing comedy at kind of the same time as I was. Uh, okay, well, makes all sense now. Yeah, Mal- we Malcolm and I have talked about some of the interesting sex lives of comedians. But I was literally just there to hang out, have a drink, and probably go for ramen later. But but it, it ended up being a thing where he sort of like broached the subject, not really of joining the thing, but like there was an ongoing SM orgy thing that they had, and it was oh. a whole really uncomfortable situation. And I'm just sitting there with like I smoked half a joint and I've got a drink in my hand I'm just like how the fuck am I going to get out of here you dumb shit what do you mean you faced half a blunt during an orgy you didn't realize <laughs> it wasn't an orgy it was the discussion of a potential re- of a recurring orgy that a potential invitation to at a recurring what point, orgy at what point did it turn into the discussion of a potential orgy while like you were smoking 30 the minutes in while you were smoking the blunt yeah yes like, were you just like talking about your like oh man what they did to Louis C.K. was really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, I got to, uh, uh, yeah, do you, you want to join my S&M orgy? I just love that. They have, like, a handle of Jack, and, like, Robert has a handle of Jack, and, like, half a blood in his hand. Just the whole conversation around him. It's just like, yeah, Harvey Weinstein didn't really do much. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm just, like, like squinting through the smoke, like, what the fuck's are they talking about? You're like, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Bill Cosby's comeback tour. Louis <laughs> <laughs> C.K. comeback tour. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Anyway. They're, they're all unbuckling their jeans and stuff like that. And Robert's just in there like, well, they must be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie it was a little i was being an idiot for being there in the first place i was a fucking idiot but it, i i found out there's this weird kind of web of relationships and i wanted and they wanted me somehow involved and so at one point i'm drunk i'm high it's all it's pretty late i want ramen and it's not even that late. It's like maybe a, a yeah, they, but they misinterpreted like ramen for like you, you wanted a raw man, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> anyway, at one point, one of them gets up to go to the bathroom. There's like four people. Yeah, you wanted in to suck this. that noodle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you wanted to Let get me... the soya out of your crook. At one point, so there are four people in this living room. One, at one point, one gets up to the go to the bathroom. Another one follows them to the bathroom. And then I something snaps in me. I put my drink down and I literally just walk out the door. I, uh, I thought when you snapped, you were like, 
Heathens! Yo! No, Heathens! Dude, tell no, me, tell I me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me you kept the blunt. Tell me you wanted to. No, I didn't. Blunt. I had you already pussy. put it. I, I had already passed it pussy. before then. I had already passed it before I decided to leave. I but yeah, I leave up with mostly <laughs> three old, uh, mostly full old fashioned on the coffee table. Like no one even really said anything as I was getting up, and I literally unlocked the front door, took off the chain, and opened the door and walked the fuck out. And then, like three or four blocks away, I ordered a lift and went home. <laughs> I didn't even get ramen. Didn't trust it. Didn't he would have rather been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> that millennial entitlement would rather get robbed than suck a little dick, huh? No, I would much. I've been robbed oh, before. Oh, I've been oh, robbed oh, before. <laughs> Obviously, probably sucking dicks a little better than being robbed. <laughs> but I, Can I get that on a plaque of some kind with Robert's picture on it? <laughs> Sucking dick is a little better than being robbed. Robert, Robert Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> 2023. God damn it. So be a, that will be a, a real art. I'll show that to my mother when she comes by. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't care about what your mom thinks of me, but she's a sweet lady. I don't want her to think I'm a degenerate. You know, she told me this. She's just like, I just don't think Robert's all that funny. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, the Holmberg's morning sickness, those of our Canadian and out of Arizona state viewers, the Holmberg's morning sickness is a, is, it's a. It's, it's kind of like an ongoing, like morning and daytime radio uh, show. Uh, I, I uh, Howard Stern. It's like yeah, Howard it's a Stern little, little Howard Sternage where there's like other oh, segments and, and things like that. And there's really just guys making far too much money shooting the shit. So where we want to be in like a year. 100%. They have a soundboard too. Maybe we should get one of those. But like uh, the entire premise of like a Holmberg's morning sickness bit is combining two celebrities to do an impression of both of them. Yeah. Like Rick much. James Hetfield. You, you know, now we got you laughing. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. And they'd have like, con- the, like ticket giveaways and like thousand dollar giveaways. It's not exactly high entertainment, but it, it's fun if you were like me and working a construction job in in like like 113 120 yeah, degree weather yeah. and just sweating my balls off till I'm let's say you're in traffic you're in traffic and you're addicted to nicotine and you <laughs> haven't bought a pack you have to drive 2 hours to work you know you're in your mid 40s you have no coffee Mm. And the only thing to keep you sane is a, a guy doing a, a wacky impression of Donald Trump on your radio while people call in and try to guess the fucking like center square on his little fucking version of it, it's madness. This whole state is madness. So my my grandmother's a Catholic and she she had to go to confession once she told this to the family at a dinner because she 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 went to confession and told the priest she's like I have I have hate in my heart for for Donald Trump. I hate him so much. She, she had a... Did the priest just go, me too? <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, going to say Donald Trump was a good guy or that he even was a good president because he wasn't. He wasn't, objectively. <laughs> sure. But, like, the amount of obsession that's still ongoing for this man, and I get that he's, like, got a, a criminal prosecution yeah. going on and all that. The The amount of derangement and there is no better way to say it people exhibit towards his persona not even towards his policies is ludicrous people in canada hate donald trump 
He's not well, even their Canadians fucking local politics. Canadians care about American politics more because than their politics Americans suck. Did. I've been over this, and like the no, 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 it's it's what it is. Is that American politics slowly seeps into Canadian politics? We just get it like two or three or four years later. You know where we get our politics? The UK. If you want to blame <laughs> anybody for Trump's election, you can blame Theresa May. It's a sick cycle. Yeah, I will say yeah. there are more people in America. I voted for Bernie. Don't, don't. look at me. <laughs> <laughs> there are more people in in. Are you in, trying to impress there, Harper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, Bernie, please come on our podcast. Please oh come my on our God, podcast, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Bernie comes on to a fucking podcast with like a very small viewership just because he's just. I like, noticed how you were talking about Donald Trump. I noticed what you were saying about Donald Trump. And I agree with Malcolm, and I agree with Robert, but Harper, you have really disappointed me. <laughs> you have really he disappointed me. Dad. Like, you know, fucking Bernie Sanders came up to you and was just like, I'm really disappointed in you, Harper. I used to like what you had to say. I used to thought you were a funny guy when you were talking about slapstick and penises, but now you're talking about <sighs> politics. That's my arena. I was in the civil rights movement. <laughs> That's a really good impression of him. Okay. We need to deal with the poison in American politics. Aaron Sorkin's a hack. <laughs> okay, sorry, hold on. 